0: Cheryl Jones, host of Tuesday Talk with the Queen of Hearts, broadcasting live each week on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central from Fishbowl Radio Network Studios. Log on to hear real talk, real guests, and real issues being solved every week. So be sure to log on each week on Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central to catch Tuesday Talk with the Queen of Hearts.
1: Jump in. Jump in.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tuesday Talk with the Queen of Hearts. I'm Cheryl Jones, the Queen of Hearts. I am so super excited that you're here with us today. And you guys, put on your seatbelt. Oh, my goodness. We are going to be talking with Dr. Denise Strickland today. Hey, Denise, how are you?
2: I'm good, girl. How are you? I'm
0: doing great, doing great. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: So um, Denise Strickland, born and raised in a small town called Jonesboro, Arkansas. Ooh, uh, okay. It's a college town. We ended up there because my father was one of the first uh, African-American or black men to integrate the university there. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. So um, I'm a Southern belle. Uh uh-huh. I <laughs> um, was in Arkansas until the late 90s, and then I moved on to Tulsa. Okay. I uh, got a little degree there at Oral Roberts University, yeah. which is why I have the doctorate now. And then um have always felt the call yes. of God on my life, but not really sure how to navigate that, you know, right. being raised in a Baptist church, um but knowing that there was more to it right. than what I was being taught. So, um after my uh graduation from Oral Roberts University, I moved here. Okay. Uh, 2003 and joined a mega church. Here. Oh, yeah. I got ordained and did all of the things, um, fell in love with missions. Yeah. Um, my background is education. Right. I was a school teacher and then just moved up, you know, the yeah. field of leadership. But when I was introduced to missions,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, I landed um, in a nonprofit role. And so for the past 15 years, yeah. my employment slash assignment. Has been a non-profit absolutely. and just doing those things and looking for those opportunities to give back yeah but not the way i think right things should be given back and not to the people that i believe need those gifts but just being intentional listening to the direction that god sends um, which is also how we met absolutely uh, the gathering yes we can talk a little bit more about that later but um I've been around for quite some time. Uh-huh. I've experienced some things in my life, some tragedies, yeah, but also some very triumphant things in my life. And so one of the things that we love yeah. The two of us that we love and the friends that we have in common, we love to be able to share Yes, um, some of those issues, being very transparent, Yes, very authentic in our conversation so that perhaps someone who's listening uh-huh. may feel like, okay, I'm not the only one Absolutely. who's experienced these things. I'm not the only one going through at this moment in time, right. and if God could help her, yep. If God can deliver her, hello. If God can bless her, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. If God can hear her and still love her, absolutely. And she feels that love, then there's still hope for me.
0: Okay, y'all. So I'm
2: here to talk about hope.
0: Woo, y'all! I hope y'all got your seatbelts on and your pen and paper out. That's what happens when you get an educator in the room, y'all. This doctor is going to train us today. I think one of the most important things in life is for us to show up as our authentic self, so how do you encourage young women, young men, whoever to really be that person that God has called them to be
2: it's It's not been an easy journey for me, yeah, so let's talk about showing up yeah, and let's break it down okay um I am not an expert at anything, okay, but being black. And being female. And I don't believe I'm an expert at that, but I've experienced so much. Right. In those two different demographies. Okay. I think I can speak to what is it like to show up as a female? Okay. What is it like to show up as a black female? And then just what is it like to show up as a person? Yeah. As a human being. So let's start with what it's like to show up as a female. Okay. I was raised with um, a, a family of six. Oh, wow. I have a twin sister and two older brothers. One of them is with the Lord now. Wow. But it was a very traditional home where the black male is the leader right. of the house. Right. And you're subservient. Right. And so as a female growing up in that type of ha- household, there were roles uh-huh. that for the girls. And then there were roles for the boys. Right. right. So we did the inside of the yeah. whole things and they yeah. did the outside of the right. whole things. And so there were times where I felt like I was I was expected to show up
1: Mm-hmm. In
2: a role that I didn't identify with. Yeah. In a role that I didn't like, like who yeah. wants to be in the kitchen cooking and all I didn't like that. Right. But the expectation was to show up in that role uh-huh. as a female and then as a black female, you know, back in those days, my God bless my dad, he's eight gonna be eighty five now, he's still kicking yeah. hot. Uh-huh. But there was such an expectation for him to show up in a a particular role. So growing up in a household where my dad wanted to make sure that we were safe, that we were okay, there were certain traditions and things that were passed down to us Uh that were not necessarily healthy. Okay. So if I was speaking to my younger self and speaking to girls now of whatever ethnicity, I'm coming to you boys next, (laughs) but to the girls (laughs) – yes. You identify as God created you to identify as. Right. And so it doesn't mean that because you're a girl, your role is in the kitchen or with children yeah. or being just a wife or your role is to be that authentic self that God has created you to be. So get on the path right to discovering who is that person. Right. And then surround yourself with people, I didn't mm-hmm. say just women, right. But with people who recognize that, mm-hmm. who will encourage that, right. who will affirm that right. and will who cheer you on to showing That's up it. as that person. Ooh, right. Yeah. And then for the young boys for boys, there's it's just tough out there right now now right i mean i believe the young people are experiencing challenges and things that i never would have thought right when we were young and yep. we had our thing yeah but it's nothing I mean, like nothing what like, they're like what they're, they're doing Yeah. so my faith your faith is what allows us to show up in whatever space right as our true authentic self and if uh-huh. there's judgment Right. In the space or on the other end of the table. That's your problem. <laughs> yeah. It's not mine. Right. I'm showing up with the confidence that right. God has given me to be the person that he's created me to be. Absolutely. And so with these young people, it's going to be difficult for them to show up in any space right. if they don't have their identity. Yeah. And no one can tell them who they are yeah. outside of God. Absolutely. Because I believe that God created mankind. Yes. Uh, we didn't come from monkeys or any of those other from a lab. We came from the creator of God. That's my belief. Absolutely. And so it's hard for me to have a conversation about transparency or authenticity with anyone if their identity is outside of God. Because he's the reason I'm able to show up in any space. Right now, here today, I'm showing up because I'm inside the grace of God.
0: Absolutely. You said a mouthful. (laughs) And I think part of that is, you know, many times we'll say, oh, don't put your religion on people or whatever. I just think the sense of... Of knowing God yourself, yes, and whatever that means yes. to you, I don't have to judge you, but you got to know for yourself who you came from, right, and why you're here
2: because it really isn't about religion, is it? Yeah, you know, def- it's about relationship with something, right, someone, a higher being, right, a spiritual being, right that you identify with even if you don't know what that is. Right. You know, we are spiritual beings. Yep. And a lot of times we're connecting to this spiritual space that uh-huh. we can't give language to we yes. don't even know what it is. Yes. Because it's so much higher than, than what our carnal minds can Absolutely. fathom. So I love the fact that you say We don't put our religion on anybody, and we don't tell people what to believe. Right. We just tell them who we are and what we believe, and and then you make a choice. Absolutely.
0: I love that. I love that. In the years of giving and serving others, especially young people, tell me something that you have had to do that may have been hard to say or hard to do when you're helping others and how you overcame that. You know, is there a lesson or something that you've had to really share? And I think about you, didn't you do girls ink
2: before girl, Sc- girl scouts girl scouts
0: okay i remember that i know there had to be times where you could take them aside and say hey i've learned that this yeah. you know and this is a guiding light for you tell us about a time like that so
2: many situations i know <laughs> with girl scouts and now the executive i forgot to tell you yeah part, tell but that but part the executive director for a stem nonprofit which okay. is science technology engineering and math right um Called Design Connect Create for wow. girls. Wow, that's um, awesome. Elementary, elementary through high school, but our focus is on those girls that have the smarts, you know, they have the brains, they yeah. have the the resilience and all of that, but they don't have the resources and they don't have the support to be who they want to be. And so we focus on girls in schools, you know, those schools that are lacking in opportunities. And so I've got, I've had lots of conversations with young women who are striving to thrive. Yeah. Um, in spaces where they don't have the support right um, whether it's a physical lacking or a mental or an emotional lacking right so let's talk about the mental emotional support right now because that's what we're seeing in every generation right young people they don't have an outlet yeah and or they don't feel like they have an outlet and they Mm -hmm. spend most of their waking hours where not at home right
0: at school it's at school yeah
2: and so the counselors don't have time to counsel because they're doing Doing all of these other things. And so what we try to do and what I've tried to do is, is provide a safe space right to have hard conversations. Yeah. And so sometimes when we've had our, our programs, I've had to pull a girl aside or groups of girls yeah. aside to teach them how to communicate absolutely in a safe way right in a non-threatening way because we're quick to say what other people are doing or saying about us right but we're not so quick to look introspectively at our own behavior right and self-reflect and ask the question what am i doing yeah to maybe provoke or to maybe cause you know these kinds of Intuitive thinkings, because our girls, a lot of times our girls, and when I say our girls, I'm talking mostly about girls of color, already feel like they're getting a bad hand, you know, how do you say it, getting dealt a bad hand, yeah. And, and, And in so many ways, that's true. Yeah. But we can overcome that. Right by the choices that we make
0: absolutely. the way we
2: carry ourselves uh-huh. the way we speak about ourselves and others right people are going to believe what they see and what we and what they say right and so conversations that i've had with the young women is first of all you need to care about yourself if nobody else does yep. it starts with you
0: absolutely and how
2: you see yourself and so how you're presenting so if you're presenting physically yes Physically, yes. in a certain way, and how you're dressing, and all of the things. Already, people are going to make an assumption about you or in a yep. judgment about who you are, and they don't even know you. Yep. But you're presenting a certain way. Right. And then, when you start speaking, that's a whole nother level of right. judgment. Yes. <laughs> So for the young lady out there who who's trying to be seen right who wants to be heard we see you yep we hear you but step back and look at yourself yep. and make sure that you like Right. The story right, that's, that's being told, right? Make absolutely. sure that what you're presenting is what you want people to believe and wow. see about you. I love that. So it's not just having a conversation with the girl, though. It's having a conversation with the whole community. Yeah. With the parental figure, with the teachers, you know, the adults in their yes. lives. Yes. It's having a conversation with that whole space. Right.
0: Right. Saying, hey, Sally may be on the wrong road right now, but we can all encourage Sally to get on the right road.
2: And we have to. Yeah. All yeah. of us together.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. I love the part about taking ownership for yourself. Do you feel like that starts at a young age or how early? Yeah. Would you say that that conversation needs to happen?
2: I believe that it should start mm. at a young age, and if it starts at a young age, then that means it needs to start at home. Yeah, but unfortunately, it doesn't. I know. And so, for those little girls, or teenage girls, or adult women, wow. where it didn't start at home, it's yeah. never too late. Yeah, to start that conversation. And so, if affirmation is needed, because whether we like it or right. not, we need it. Right. We need affirmation. Then you find groups, or you yeah. find programs or you Something. find clubs, you yes. find people yes. who are like if they're not like you, they're like who you wanna be. Be hello. And you hang out with those spaces. Right. And then for those parents that are listening, it is so important to have positive conversations yeah. around your children. Absolutely. And to your children. And with your children. Yes. And please turn off the TV. Yeah. And please take off the headsets. Yeah. And please shut down the cell phones and start communicating right. with each other as a family unit, even if it's single mom, right? With children, if it's big mama, with Hello. grandchildren, whatever it is. Right. We don't communicate anymore. Yeah. The way that we're talking, we don't do that anymore. Absolutely. We allow the internet and social media and all of the other techno- technological spaces to conversation right. with our children and tell them who they are and what they should be doing and it's not right right
0: one of the things that i am so passionate about are, is uh, women between the age of 20 and 30 because i believe that's where so much is decided mm-hmm. so i'm going to do every march starting this year uh, as a sweet 16 luncheon wow and the reason i picked that is when i learned about what the can mm-hmm. i think that's how you pronounce Canada. it means mm-hmm. and what it's about i thought I know a whole bunch of adult women who need that. Yes. So I'm gonna do that for 16 women. It's
2: amazing. I'm gonna
0: take it from there and start small. And hey, let me help these 16. Yes. Let me pour into them. Yes. You know, let me give them some lessons about life that I've learned. Yes. And you know, whether it changes their life immediately, at least I've done my part. And I've just encouraged people. Take somebody aside. I don't know if you want to text them or call them once a month, or I think it's gonna take a commitment. On everybody. And this is where it's kind of leading me back to the gathering. Because you don't know how much the gathering changed my life at that particular time. Rodney had just gotten sick. And let me tell you the best lesson that y'all taught me was to open my mouth so people could see the glory of God. Whether Rodney, Minister Renee would always say, Cheryl, I don't know if Rodney will live or die. But God has a perfect will for Rodney's life. You can't stop it. You can't speed it up. You can't make it go any slower. You can't. And she really just every time I called her, I said, "Oh, he's blind. Oh, he's going to have a feeding tube the rest of his life. Oh, he can't sit up. He can't." Every time she would say, "I don't know if Rodney Jones will live or die, but God has a perfect plan for his life." I believe that y'all taught me that it's okay to share the hurt. You see, because before I wanted to go on camera in power. I wanted to go on camera, oh, everything is great, and, you know, he's going to get better, and I got all these people praying. But the answer was Rodney didn't get better. Rodney got worse, y'all. And I realized from you guys, because I didn't have that power before I got there, I realized there's power in the hurting. There's power in sharing that story of Everything's not always perfect, y'all, but God is still good. God is still providing. He's still taking care of us. So go to the gathering. Where did the gathering even come from?
2: (laughs) My heart is so warm just listening to you (laughs) um, because when I met you, First of all, the gathering is something that um, I just gave it a name, but it's something that I learned Uh from my mom.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. When I
2: was a little girl growing up in a Baptist church, Uh um, my mother would have a gathering of women on a Wednesday night for Bible study in Uh my home.
0: Oh, wow. And the purpose
2: of that gathering was exactly what you're talking about, for women to come And be able to be transparent, to to talk about their issues in a safe place, in a safe space, knowing, Mm -hmm. you know, I've got sisters that are going to be there for me, ride or die, and be prayerful. Because women, especially back then, didn't have that unit unless they were part of a sorority or something like that. Oh, yeah. So I grew up with that. Wow. I would be the youngest one, you know, yeah. prayer circles, and I would get in the middle of the circle and yeah. all these women would pray for me. Yeah. So it, I think it was just something that was always in me. And so I've had gatherings as long as I've had a home. I've wow. had but all of them had a different purpose. Right. And they all had a different group of women. Wow. But it was however God would orchestrate the group. Yeah. So your particular group yeah. was my last group of gatherings before COVID. Yep. And you were introduced. By to the group by a young lady who someone else in the group brought to the group. Oh my goodness. So the gathering started with just a few women that I knew. Right. But it grew to be women that I'd never met or heard of because someone else would bring someone Someone else would bring someone else would bring someone else. Oh my goodness. And so the gathering for, for me was simply listening to the heart of God. Yeah being obedient. Yes. You know, what happens when you obey God? Yes. And so what happens when you obey when you obey God is what you just mentioned at the gathering. And who knew? Right. Most of the time, I never know the impact right. the gathering has or how right. the women who come unless they share. Yeah. Because it's not my business. You know, for yep. me, I'm like, that's That's, that's God. God's business. That's <laughs> God doing the work. Yeah. I remember the first time I met you, you said, I, I wanted to be strong. You know, when I would get on camera, I wanted to be strong. And, and that's the way I saw you. Wow. Every time you would come, you had this strength about you. You had this grace and this beautiful happiness, you know, just joy. You were like the joy bubble of the group. <laughs> and even when you shared about what you were going through with your husband,
1: mm-hmm. you
2: had laughter in it. You know, it was like you would share, and I'm wanting to pass out because the <laughs> weight. I'm like, how is she doing this, Lord? But you shared from a place of I don't know what's going to happen, but I believe God's got right. me and God's got this. Right. And so once we realized as a sister of the gathering, we were we became sisters. Right. We became ride or die. Right. right. And even if we couldn't be there for each other physically, right. we were there for one another in prayer. Right. Absolutely. And so it's the power of prayer. It is. That I believe sustained you and all of us at that gathering and then COVID. Right. And I never came back to it. I lost my oldest brother. I Wow. To lose him,
0: he just he went home, yeah,
2: because of COVID. And it was during oh, that time wow. where my sister in law didn't know what was going on with him, we thought it was COVID, but he couldn't go to the emergency room because he oh. didn't have a temperature and all of that. So after that, I couldn't get myself together, right? You know, when, you, when you go through something traumatic, yes. Like that, You have to step back and do whatever you have to do to heal, whatever that looks like first. Um, I also believe intentionally you know when you bring women together yeah everyone's coming with their thing right and I protect that space and that thing right and so for me I couldn't bring women back together until I felt like my thing was healed yes that's a mistake wow because I believe you said you received from the gathering oh
0: my goodness I
2: don't know what are you received but I believe there was probably some healing in there oh yeah what if you hadn't Come because you oh felt my like goodness. you needed to show up right, a certain right, way. Right. So when authentically and transparently we admit our mistakes. Right. And one of the mistakes I believe we make as humans, we believe we have to show up a certain way for God. Right. I need I'm not gonna go here, I'm not gonna do this, or show up a certain way for our friends or for our circles of influence when we just need to show, show up. up. <laughs> yeah. The way that we are so that somebody sitting beside right. me will realize Oh, well she's showing up that way. Let right. me take let me go yeah, ahead yeah. And show up with right. the way I'm really feeling right. so that all of us can heal together. Right. right. So the gathering was just a conversation where women would come and and for lack of a better word, bleed.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Just
2: let the wound take the bandage off of the wound that is yes. healing and just let it rip and yeah. then We would gather around those issues and those challenges, and love on each other and pray. Yep,
0: and then definitely, and then eat. Of course, (laughs) of course, we always got to eat. Definitely. So it was just such a blessing and. For me, it was life changing because I had never experienced anything like that all my life. I thought, man, if I would have just gotten a sorority, I'd be so good. I felt like I was missing something in life because I didn't have that. Mm -hmm. But that filled exactly my void that I had right then at that moment. And it created a beast. So now I'm able to go out and minister on a whole different level. Yes, you are. Because I know what you've been through. Oh, yeah, girl, I know. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, and when I started looking, I was on my Facebook Live last night, and I just said, you guys, when I started looking at my life, I've lost two children, two brothers, a mom and dad, and now a husband. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's been a lot, y'all. Wow. It's been a lot. So, and... When I think about my child, my first son died in my arms. And I tell parents, I know what loss feels like as a parent. I know exactly what it feels like. But there is a life after. God is still on the throne. God is still able to walk you through that. But it's going to take some, you know, like I said about Saturday being at home alone. It's going to take some being alone and facing the challenge. You know, you can't always run from it. So I just... I'm so thankful for the gathering, and I think you guys—if you're listening to this—I don't care what state you're in. Get yourself a gathering. Get you two or three women together, or 500—I don't care, however many you need. Start it. Start it. Start and keep it going. And just be a blessing to anybody. It's not about, oh, my house is not big enough. My house is not beautiful. It's not about none of that. It's about where can we meet and pray for each other because there's power in prayer. That's right. There's power in prayer and unity. That's it. Exactly. Definitely. So tell us a little bit about how you have been with your ministry. So tell us, what are you doing currently in ministry?
2: So currently in ministry, um, the the new buzzword I guess would be marketplace Ooh, yeah. ministry yeah and while I'm not preaching or teaching from a platform or okay. pulpit because I never wanted to do that. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. No, that was not my thing. Okay. Okay. Never. Okay. Now, teaching, absolutely. Right. But I feel like I do that every day. Right. Just have a conversation with me and something's going to come out in a teaching mode. Yeah. But I feel like I have always been called to those that are in need of guidance and support, you know, from a spiritual perspective outside of the walls of the church. Yes. And now that we're on the other side of COVID, I say the other side because it's not gone, but we're on the other side of it. There has been this awakening Mm -hmm. that church is no longer what we've known it to be with brick and mortar. Yeah. And there are so many people who are searching for identity. Yeah. They're searching for a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. You know, they're searching for someone or some place where I can go and find out what my purpose right. is or what am I supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah. And we show up in all ages.
0: Absolutely. And so
2: one of the things that I'm doing intentionally is having conversations first. Uh-huh. You know, I'm not quick because I had to go through... Um, uh, a self-identity crisis myself okay. when I was in my 30s because okay. I was trying to be all things to all people. Yeah, um, It was my own need, okay. you know, for affirmation yeah. and to feel like I was that my life had purpose. Yeah. And it nearly took me out. Wow. And I had to hear from a counselor, first of all, you're not God. Yeah. And be okay with that, right? Yeah. And so when you have a responsive nature the way that we do, people will come.
0: Yes, they will. That
2: nature draw it's very drawing. But if you don't establish boundaries in that then while you're helping others you're being depleted yourself. Right. And you're losing longevity in life. Absolutely and so I've had to step back and make sure that I maintain balance while I'm searching and looking for those opportunities to be the hands and feet of God where we are right now in 2023. Yes. And so there's so much need out there as it relates to ministry and I can't respond to all of it. But one of the things that I'm doing in the nonprofit now, it's not just education. Uh You know, it's not just offering, um, you know, sharing with girls career opportunities that they may or may not have as they get older. You know, we're encouraging girls to look at where the careers are now and where they're going. Right. You know, we have robots that are taking over jobs that, that normally they're jobs that we have. And so trying to get these young people in spaces where they can hear if I want to do this, right, because I want to make this money, right, in order to be here Hella. over here and not here. Yeah. These are the things that I need to start doing right now at my young age. These are the classes I need to be taking. Right. These are the trainings I need to be doing. Uh-huh. These are the certifications so that I can be here. Right. Because so often sometimes uh, people of color have to be better than better, right? In order to just get an average job, right. you know, We have to show up better than better. So I'm trying to make sure that I have speaking opportunity. When I say make sure, I'm just trying to. Make time to speak right. on behalf of the young people in the area of right. education, academics, preparation. Uh-huh. You know, everybody's not going to go to a four-year, five-year college, yes. especially now. Yes. Everybody's not going to go to a community college, but everybody needs a skill,
0: right? And absolutely. So there are
2: all kinds of uh, opportunities out there for yeah. young people to learn,
0: absolutely, so that
2: they can take care of themselves, their families, whatever. So ministry looks like that for yes. Me but it also is in the space of women. Uh-huh. You know, just still having conversations about what's next. So, yes. um I started Women of Destiny. Uh-huh. many years ago Yes. Where we were mentoring women who had been incarcerated for yes. drugs and prostitution and I want to get that Ooh, up yeah. and running again. Yeah, yes, yes, I yes. remember that. So, mm-hmm. having conversations with the, DA, you know, people in those roles about what that could look like okay. in the future. And then also, you know, looking ahead at possible food shortages. Yeah having conversations about so, again, this is marketplace ministry. Right. So, it's not about quoting a scripture or, right. a, you know, telling a Bible story. It's about being the hands and feet of the Lord yes. who had the fish and the loaves of bread and the people. And fed the people. Yeah, yeah. What are the real needs out there and what is it that I can do to support right. outside of the nonprofit, which is right. education, yeah. uh-huh. but just showing up, um, whether it's through churches, whether it's through organizations, food banks, or whatever, showing up by networking yeah. and bringing People together and saying, "Here's the need."
0: Right. That's, that, that's what that. the
2: gathering did for women of right, destiny. Right. Here's the need. Anybody want to go out and help? Hello. And then putting that group together and going out and right. it's Kind of like what you said with the twenty to thirty. Yeah. Sweet sixteen. I didn't have a sweet sixteen. Yeah. sixteen wasn't sweet to me. Right. It wasn't. Yep. So to make it sweet, right. You know, what you're looking right. at. That is what ministry is right. all about. Absolutely. Looking and listening for where the needs are. Right. Self-assessing and saying. And can i do this is there right. something i can do right agreeing with the lord and yes. obeying, yes. and then getting your network out there and then going out and responding right. so Absolutely. there's not one thing right that it's the, a my multiplicity ministry, yeah. of things yeah. yeah yeah it's a multiplicity of things.
0: i love that i yeah. love that because part of it is just the love of people yeah. and knowing that God died for everyone, you know, and there may be some people that will never set foot inside of a church. We know that. But if we can show them God's love, if we can show them this is what it looks like when I'm obedient, this is what it looks like when I haven't been obedient, and not being afraid to take off the halo. Yes. You know, I'd say one of the best things that I've ever done is just to let people know, you know, I'm in the process of putting all my thoughts together for a book, but when the answer is no, because I knew Rodney Jones would be healed, but the answer was
2: no, No, what do you do when the answer is no? What do you do when the answer is, maybe it's not even no, but maybe it's the healing that you're wanting. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't the healing that he's going to receive because the healing is going to happen, uh huh? Just not on this side. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. So it's that. First of all, do you ever ask yourself why did I have to experience this? Yeah, definitely. God, why did I have to go through this? Right. And you helped me get through it, but now what?
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Now what
2: do I do? And so you talked about what happens when you obey God. Right. What happens when you don't obey God. Yeah. But what happens when you have the conversation? Yeah. I'm tired of people not showing up. Yeah. As their wounded, broken, yeah. you know, battered selves and tried to mask all of that. I yeah. can't learn anything yeah. from your mask. Yes. Take your so mask take off. Take it off. That's and tell it. me what you've been going through. Yes. Show me so that maybe I can... Maybe I can help. Right. Or maybe what you've gone through is just the hope to that see you, it's just the hope that I need to keep putting one foot in front of the other. Wow. So I don't think I answered your question because I don't really know how to respond to the what happens when God says no because he does say no yeah and sometimes we don't want to hear our no's but sometimes I think his no sometimes we think his no it's not a no wow it's absolutely yes I hear your prayers I love you but it's
0: not going to happen here on earth it's not going to
2: (laughs) happen the way you want it to hello it's going to happen the way I need it to happen for him
0: wow oh my goodness so powerful y'all and just sitting with that so I I tell people part of surrender that asks for me is to sit in it mm-hmm. to sit in it because many times we'll just oh okay this happened okay what do I feel about that many times we won't process mm-hmm. so i know well enough that i need to take a moment and process yes i need to be real with myself things are not always flowers and you know honey and all that sometimes things are pretty dark like yes. saturday and i needed a saturday because i had spent Almost three weeks and things were wonderful. Things, you know, and I'm still getting love messages and texts and all of this, which is great. I'm not saying stop that, y'all. Please continue. Uh, I'm just saying. Tell him what you need. Tell tell him what what you need. need. Um, I love it. I love it. I love it. But I also need a Saturday occasionally to realize that his physical presence is gone. So what's next, Cheryl? Come on. Let's get with it. You know, my thing is the biggest thing is to be The glory of God to really show God's glory and to make sure that everybody knows it's not what happens to you, but it's how you respond. Yes. You know, and know that, okay. sometimes you're going to be sad, you know, and even when I tell people, even a job loss can have you at a place where you're depressed, even though it's not a physical death. It's a death of a job. It's a death of what you had. Mm -hmm. So we've got to learn that, okay things are going to happen to us what does that look like what does that mean for us so i think one of the best things that we could do is know our strengths and know where we're supposed to be i know you said that for the young girls that's something that you're always what about people that are 50 60 years old what if there's something that they need to learn that they need to be working on right now
2: So, I am in the middle of a transition myself. Oh, Um, I'm blessed to have both of my parents. Oh, yes. My father's going to be 85 in January, my mother's 83. And I am moving back to Arkansas where they are, yes, next year to help. Okay. You know, with that, answer that question. Oh, that'll be awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. You said, what do you do when you're in your 50s? Yeah. Um, Me, I'm getting close to 60. Me too. And you don't really know. It goes back to something you said a few minutes ago. And I'm like, oh, gosh, sit on this so you'll remember. It's identity yeah and you said I need to make time to sit in this mm-hmm sometimes sitting in something it's quiet and if you're not used to being quiet yes. you're always on the go right You've always got conversation right. around you the silence can be intimidating yeah it can be scary right but it's good yeah when you can sit mm-hmm. in something And not listen to your own thoughts, especially if they're negative, but Mm -hmm. listen for the voice and the hand of God. Yeah. It's powerful. Right. So what I tell people to do whose identity was in their work. Yep. And when that work is gone, when they retired because they had to or, you know, whatever, you need to go back and sit in. Okay, but who was I before this job? Right. And who am I after? (laughs) I'm still the same person. Right. I'm just not doing this thing. Right. But there's something else for me to do. Absolutely. Look for it. Absolutely. Look for the opportunities. We're going back to this God conversation, right? Yeah. So it has to do with time. Yeah. And time is it's the numbers and the ages and all of that God did not give us that wow that kind of time we don't even understand the time of God now the yeah. ages 50s is not as old as it used to be now yeah you know, 50s yeah is new whatever Yeah, yeah. New whatever but our identity is not right. in the age uh-huh it's not even in the stage of life it's in whoever we were created to be wow. in whatever season yeah seasons change they but do season is intentional right and in the absence of a season something that's supposed to happen won't happen
0: wow so
2: when it's supposed to be cold and a lot of people don't like cold cold yeah. temperatures are intentional yeah Death. things go dormant
0: Wow! when it's cold oh yeah
2: animals hide out and go in caves when right it's cold right but they're not dead. Yeah. Whatever is supposed to happen during that season to the seeds and the plants and the trees and all of that, you can't necessarily see that. Right. But it's happening and you see the effect of it in the spring. Yes. When they're blooming. Yeah. So when you're in a cold season, it's intentional. God created seasons for us. Wow. So you embrace it. This is cold. This is dark. Yeah. This doesn't feel good, Right, I know it's intentional. Right. No, I need it. And when I go through this, right. the blossoms and the things that are supposed to produce and, you know, the yielding of the, right. the fruit and all, right. that's going to happen and right. its timing. So if you're 50, right. don't look back with regret. Oh, I wish I would have done this. Oh, okay, you didn't. Yeah. What are you going to do now? Right. And there's something that everyone can do. If you don't want to leave your house. Hello. Minister from your sofa, from your recliner, Hello. whatever. Look for those Opportunities because sometimes we wait to have an epiphany, a dream, a vision, a manifestation. And when God is saying, open the window. See that neighbor right across the street? They need food. They need a conversation. It doesn't have to be some grandiose thing. It could be small. But I would say to 50, 60, 70, 80, like I say to my parents, you're still here. Yeah. So there's a reason for that. Let's get busy just living and enjoying life and loving on one another.
0: Absolutely. I love that because it made it so apparent that... Everybody has a purpose, you know, every and I think about so many times I work with so many people that have disabilities and you think, oh, man, their life is terrible. You know, they can't, they can't, they can't. But God allowed me to see Rodney minister to people on Facebook when he's trying to sing this little light of mine. And I'm like, y'all, what he's singing is this little (laughs) light of mine. And then all these comments are coming in. Cheryl, we understand him. We understand him. You don't have to say that. (laughs) It's like, but in every comment I had to read to him. Y'all, I'm telling you, everybody's life has purpose.
2: Every life.
0: Every life has purpose. Every life. So we've got to be on the bandwagon and encouraging others to live their life out loud. Yes. That's one of the things that. You know, so many things have happened to so many people that I know. And many times they won't share it. And I'm like, girl, just tell people they need to hear how you made it. And it may not be no beautiful. Oh, I did this, and thousands of dollars flowed into my account. It don't work that way normally. (laughs) Normally, but you got to prove for your social security. (laughs)
1: So you know what I'm saying? That's the thing. That's a a blessing,
0: you know. Because I told people it took me months to get Rodney's social security. But they saw me. Guess what? Every every day, every other week, I'm gonna be up at the office. They probably thinking this lady is crazy. No, you're gonna give me his benefits, ma'am. Yes. going to keep coming back deny a letter after deny a letter after denial letter then i got it yes now my thing is i thought they want him to die before i get this benefit that's what in my mind i thought that's why they keep denying him because they think he's gonna die before we get it no god said you're gonna have this this is for you you just have to do the work. So many times, people don't want to do the work. The work is required. Yes, it is. It's required. It Nobody's going to give you anything. It you is. know, even my single friends think, "Oh my goodness, I have, I don't have a date or whatever." I said, "Okay, the UPS man is not. Hello, I'm here to date you. It don't <laughs> happen that way. <laughs>
2: you know? don't. Or I would be married."
1: <laughs> <I> need- <laughs> There you go. So it's just
0: like do the work, y'all. So I think that's the main thing that I wanted to say today is do the work. So now let's double back to the youth and tell us a little bit about STEM. I know you have some notes here, so whatever you wanted to share from that. um, How new is STEM? I know
2: I heard that like maybe ten years. Has it been longer than ten? It's it's been longer than ten. Okay. So it's an acronym for I would say the core of education. Okay, core of education. Technology, technology engineering and math okay everything evolves around that those core, especially yeah it makes sense by the time you get to middle school and high school okay and so when you look at education opportunities mm-hmm. it's in those four areas oh okay gotcha it's in the si- and and the science the science and engineering is where we're lacking where there's a huge disparity gra- oh, gap of wow. women okay and while the gap is uh decreasing it's not women of color okay in those gotcha fields. so physics and engineering okay those fields now on the me, on the medical side yeah it's almost 50 percent women oh with good some kind of not that doesn't mean you're a doctor right okay I understand. but a profession in the medical field. okay gotcha um with the math you know there's math in all of the fields with the okay. science and gotcha. with the engineering but for the state of Texas, yeah. because of COVID, and be- before COVID, we were already a little tracking behind with math scores, but those are our lowest scores in education for the oh, state of wow. Texas is math. And when you think about girls, we are almost conditioned to be intimidated by, by math. math. Yep. Unless we have those good teachers when we're young to tell us you can do this. Yeah. This is not too hard for you. Right. This is not a boy's subject. Right. I remember when I was a little girl, boys were better at math than girls. Yep, so true. Somebody told me that. Yeah. And I believed it. So I hated math. Wow. Science, the mm-hmm. same thing. So what, what we're doing now, what science, technology, engineering, math is doing now is uh-huh. trying to close the gap. Okay. As, as far as it, employment, you know, opportunities where there's an Equal representation of male versus female in those fields because, especially in computer science and technology, that's where the jobs are going to be. Wow. That's where they are now. But with AI, you know, artificial intelligence, that's where the lucrative, when I say lucrative, the high paying jobs where you can be promoted with or without a university degree, you just need the skill. Oh, yeah. You need to be taught how to speak to a robot, how to decode, all of those things. And so while these young girls, are in middle school, yeah. Well really elementary school, middle school and high school, you start reconditioning and reframing their mindset right? to know you can do these things that you've been told are only for boys or things that are hard. Right. And so we start having conversations with them in the elementary. We do we take programs in where they build robots and oh, you wow. know experiencing with Legos and computers and all of that while they're young. Yeah. So that they won't be intimidated when they're right. taking those advanced courses wow. that teach them how to right. develop with the skill so that when the opportunity comes for them to get degree of uh, 4 or 5 year i say degrees scholarships oh, where wow. everything is paid for for them to go to college oh, everything my goodness. but they have to do well in right. high school they have to have that grade point average just so they can compete. Yeah. So that they can go on a full ride, either to even to a community college. Right. So not only is education still free. Right. They also have opportunities for a good paying job when they get oh, out instead goodness. of having all this debt, which is yeah. where we are now. And then I don't have a job. Yeah. So it's all about making sure that we shine the spotlight on Yeah. You. Where we are as a country, yeah. as it relates to workforce development, where we are as a nation, yeah. and making sure that we put not just position Americans, that we position, especially our young girls. I'm going to go back to girls, right? That we position them in a place where they can compete. Yeah. Where there's diversity because there's something that a woman can bring to the table, a language, a creativity that nobody can touch, right? Because of the way that we're wired. Yeah. And so we really emphasize diversity, inclusivity. We really emphasize making sure that everyone has access Mm to the same resources and the same opportunities because they deserve it. Uh Right. And because they're part of this big melting pot, whether you like that ethnicity, whether you like that demography or not. We just kind of are the the cheerleaders, the backbone, Mm -hmm. the think tank to make sure that these opportunities are still affordable and... um Available to all wow. students, especially the girls.
0: I love that. So tell us a little bit about your agency. Does it require outside, or is it during the school day? So
2: design, connect, create, and hook us up on our website. And I'm not yes. good with social media, but I just hired somebody who is. <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully you'll see more of a presence with pictures. But we um, partnership with schools. Okay. And mostly in Dallas-Fort Worth, but okay. we also have a partnership in Austin. Oh, okay. We have a partnership in Houston, and these are the school districts. So oh, ISD. that's awesome. And so we all offer free summer STEM camps for oh. the girls, for girls who attend those schools. Oh, we wow. offer free after-school programs for the elementary girls who wow. attend those schools. And then I have a mentoring program for high school girls. So we're in about 15 school districts now, and all of that's on our website. Yeah. And everything is funded. So the more money we have, right? Yeah. So we love donations and contributions. Yeah, definitely. The more money we have, you know, financially, we can spread out more. And wow. And, you know, we can tap into more universities. Universities and colleges who also are, are interested in sponsorships. So, oh, that is yeah. awesome.
0: I love that. So speak to, if I had a parent, and I'm thinking about my daughter, um, they are hopefully will really listen to this and really know that you can hugely change a child's life, a 9-year-old, a 10-year-old's life. Speak to parents being active with children getting outside of the home and doing stuff that's educational-bound outside of school time.
2: Yeah, so... There's a lot of research that speaks to what supplemental um, enrichment programs okay. can do to couple with okay. academics. Sometimes the classroom just isn't enough okay. for our girls. So for parents, what I would encourage you to do, and I don't care how young your child is okay. or even if they're in high school now. Oh, wow. You're just okay. hearing this and thinking, I've waited too late. I know. Yeah. There are so many free camps oh, and free wow. after school programs they're free clubs yeah um texas instrument smu utd i'm going to give a shout out to a lot of universities they have activities and camps and clubs that are free wow to a particular i didn't communi- even know that right because you have to you remember how you how when we were talking about you have to go out yeah and look and do the work right. for the opportunities parents have to do that and you can do it from your laptop Yeah, google use google can be your best friend and if yeah. your if your child is struggling yeah. in math Google math camps, Yes. Google clubs for kids in math, tutors, enrichment programs for math. And there's a plethora of resources out there that are free. Some of them are not, but some of them are. So let Google be your friend or go let the schools be your friends instead of being intimidated by educators and say, I'm looking for something, call them. I'm looking for something for my daughter, for my son at this age, in this area, what do you have? Uh Or if you're like, I don't even know, Call the school and say, hey, is there anything that I can get my child involved in right. that is free, yeah. that transportation is not needed if that's an right. issue, right? Because there's a lot available out there. We're just not doing the work to find right. out what it is. Oh, I love
0: that, y'all, because I know that change starts with, I tell people all the time, you're either green and growing or ripe and rotten. Ah. Uh, So when you're ripe and rotten, those things will be thrown away. It's our responsibility to stay green and growing. Y'all, I'm for Sign me up for that class. Let me go and get this. I've always been that way since I was 18 years old. I've always went for the training. Mm -hmm. I've always known that you do this, you're going to learn better, you Mm -hmm. can provide better, you can be a better person, Mm -hmm. you can be a better case manager, you Mm -hmm. can be a better whatever. Mm -hmm. But you've got to go out and say, I need some help. I need this. Mm -hmm. Let me find this. So I'm so thankful that you shared that because I believe there's parents out there. There's grandparents out there. I'm going to encourage my daughter to get my granddaughter involved in something. Because we might be sitting on the next person that can develop AI 2.0. We don't know. (laughs) We don't know what children can do when Absolutely. their brain is expanded right so we've they just got to be yeah that's it yeah. so we've just got to be more diligent yes. about saying hey go do this one of the things that i know for sure my granddaughter has seen me do so many events so now she's able to get up and say i say brooklyn could you introduce me if i need wow. to be she can introduce me at nine years old and, and it's
2: at nine like, did you say nine? nine yes wow
0: so it's like Oh, yeah. You can train kids to do anything. And even if we want to take it a step further, we can train ourselves. We can go get the knowledge. Yes. If we want to be good and whatever, it's still available for us as well. So thank you. Thank this you. This has been a great day. I think so we're at the fun. end.
2: Yes. Tell us how they can get in touch with you. Okay. And what do you need? Just tell us. Okay. So um, design, connect, create. Is That's a really cool name. Yes. Yeah. You can find, a, find our website. Uh-huh um and then What we need right now is your girls to get involved. Okay. You know, we have all these opportunities. Dallas Independent School District, Mesquite. I mean, we're we're everywhere Everywhere. really. Wow. But the girls are not taking advantage of the opportunities. And I think it's because the parents may not know about the opportunities. So I encourage you to reach out to your schools to find out what's going on. Right. And then just reach out to us. The information is on our website. We need volunteers. Right. But most importantly we need our we need your girls. Yeah. We need your support so that we can help your you know, help the families and help the girls.
0: That is awesome, yeah. y'all. Once again, we have spoken with Doctor Denise. Just remember that, Doctor
2: Denise. I love saying that. I
0: love saying Denise. that. Definitely, definitely. Design. Connect, Connect, create. create. Yes, Yes, y'all. Please check them out. This is Cheryl Jones with Tuesday Talk with the Queen of Hearts. Join us next week as we talk with another important special person. Talk to y'all next week. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. Hey, this is Cheryl Jones, host of Tuesday hey. Talk with the Queen of Hearts. Broadcasting live each week on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central from Fishbowl Radio Network Studios. Log on to hear real talk, real guests, and real issues being solved every week. So be sure to log on each week on Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central to catch Tuesday Talk with the Queen of Hearts.
1: Jump in. Jump in.